ask MJ to marry me. A man has to put his wife before himself. Can you do that, Peter? Yeah, I think I can. We have some new information. This is your uncle's actual killer. We lost his trail two days ago. This man killed my uncle, and he's still out there. Everybody needs help sometimes, Peter. Even Spider-Man. Revenge is like a poison. It can take us over. And before you know it, it can turn you into something ugly. <gasps> the suit. Where'd this come from? The power. Feels good. But you lose yourself to it. Whoa, Spidey, love the new outfit. Remember Ben Parker? What does it matter to you anyway? Everything! Do you want to push me away? Why would I want to push you away? I love you. You knew this was coming, Pete. I didn't kill your father! We have to forgive each other, or everything we ever were will mean nothing. I need your help. I have to stop it. This could be the end of Spider-Man. What's up, Nerds Nation? Welcome to the Epic Nerds Podcast with the most dynamic duo in all of podcasting. I'm Nick Manizio, and sitting across from me is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Martin Moreno. What's up, bro? How we doing? I'm excited because we're about to talk a classic film. We're about to talk a classic film, that's Mm -hmm. right. Oh, what a masterpiece. Look at that. Today we got a brand new episode from the FN Collection for you guys, but before we get started, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and give this video a thumbs up, and if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else, please check back each week as we try to upload new content for you guys to listen to. That's right, today, Martin, we are doing a classic, we're doing Spider-Man 3. I don't like (laughs) Spider-Man. All right, so you ready to get into this, Martin? I am so ready. All right, all right, so uh, doing some half-assed internet research, working the Google from the internet machine. A strange black entity from another world bonds with Peter Parker and causes inner turmoil as he contends with new villains, temptations, and revenge. Ooh. Spider-Man 3 was directed by Sam Raimi from a screenplay by Raimi and his older brother Ivan and Alvin Sargent. It's the final installment in Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. The film stars Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker Spider-Man alongside Kirsten Dunst, James Franco, Thomas Hayden Church, Topher Grace, Bryce Dallas Howard, James Cromwell, Rosemary Harris, and J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. Development of Spider-Man 3 began immediately after the successful release of Spider-Man 2 for a 2007 release. During pre-production, Raimi originally wanted another villain to be included along with Sandman, which I think might have been Lizard, possibly? I thought it was Vulture. No, Vulture was the fourth one. Vulture he wanted for the fourth one, but I guess because they had Dr. Connors in there in 2, and obviously he's here again in 3, maybe it was like he wanted that to be the second villain, possibly? Yeah. I'm not sure. I am curious to see who he originally wanted, but Mm -hmm. uh, at the request of producer Avi Arad, who's a fucking scumbag. (laughs) Fuck you! 
He added Venom, and the producers also requested the addition of Gwen Stacy, which I didn't know that. The producers also want Gwen Stacy in there. Just, just fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. Uh, principal photography for the film began on January 2006 and took place in Los Angeles and Cleveland before moving to New York City. With an estimated production budget ranging between $258 and $350 million, it was the most expensive film ever made at the time of its release. I think uh, Endgame, I think, surpassed that. Uh, Spider-Man 3 had its premiere on April 16th, 2007 in Tokyo, and it was released in the United States on May 4th, 2007. The film grossed $890 million worldwide, making it the highest-grossing film of the trilogy, the third highest-grossing film of 2007 worldwide, and was the highest-grossing Spider-Man film until it was surpassed by Spider-Man Far From Home in 2019. Unlike the previous installments, Spider-Man 3 received a mixed reception from critics who praised the performances, visual effects, and action sequences, but criticized the overload storylines, subplots, and overabundance of villains. The majority of the topics were later attributed to studio interference and creative differences between Sony, Raimi, and Avia Rad. Wasn't it also the biggest opening weekend at the time? I think at the time, yeah. Yeah. It was the the largest opening weekend, which I Mm -hmm. think was not broken until The Dark Knight. Correct. following year, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, Martin... Yes. We, uh, I know you have a long history of Spider-Man 3. I, do. I have a long history of Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. so let's get into it. What was your first uh, kind of experience with My Spider-Man 3? My first experience with Spider-Man 3 was opening night, not the midnight screening, but the mm-hmm. Friday screening. Right. Uh, I remember I was sitting, you know, in... Um, in gym class and my buddies were we were like changing the locker room and, we're, and my buddies were talking about the fact that they got tickets for the midnight screening okay and i was so jealous i was so <laughs> upset so the second day i knew a couple of people who had already seen it mm-hmm. and i remember i was like in my english class with uh miss Karatz. people will know who she is some of the some of the broskies will know yeah, yeah. she's a smoke show a smoke <laughs> show english english teacher oh veronica Vaughn. so hot want to touch the hiney but I was uh, talking to uh, one of one of my friends there, and she was telling me the because um, she had seen it, and she was telling me that the acting was very goofy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Yeah, goofy. Like, I didn't get. I didn't get. What she, I just couldn't process it. You right, know? right. I was like, "What do you mean goofy?" She's like, "It was just very goofy and like kind of silly." And I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Fuck you." Like, <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah, about. You know what you're talking about <laughs> fucking stupid English student. You get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! I want to hear that bullshit. But uh, but then I went that night with um Andre, who at the time was seven. Um, but I used to take him all the time to see movies. Yeah. Because um, because obviously my brothers and at that time my sister was like in college, so Marisa like hates everyone and he still does. <laughs> so he didn't never wanted to go out. But uh, yeah, him and I went at the uh, at the local AMC C Corp Pavilion, which was like. It's a terrible theater, but it's still running. Yep, still up and going. Still running. Well, maybe it won't for longer. No, maybe it won't for longer. No, maybe (laughs) Maybe because stonks. Depends on the stonks. Uh, But yeah, I went there and I like, I loved it. I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah, yeah. so good. (laughs) Obviously, as I got older, um, and the more I watch it, because I've watched it continuously, I can't, you know, um, take this as you may. But I think I've watched this movie multiple times, like every year since mm-hmm. it came out. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, as we get older, like I've, I've noticed, you know, a lot of the shit. You see the cracks in the yeah, in the, in the know, production and I remember, because um, I also played like I played um, this was spring season, so I played lacrosse. Right. So I remember like you know like the uh, the cool lacrosse jocks were talking about. Um, we're talking about like uh, they were like shitting on Venom. Yeah. And I would just like overhear them, and I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all don't say that. Shut up. 
but yeah that was my uh first experience with spider-man 3 yeah i mean like for me that was obviously like like the big thing when that was coming out because that i remember that kicked off uh the summer movie season mm -hmm. you know like that that was that was the big movie to, to kick things off and obviously it was a three-year wait from spider-man 2 which to this day to me is still one of the greatest comic book movies of all time mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was just, you know, you, there was all that hype surrounding it. And it was like probably one of the first times. And I think I remember seeing it. And I honestly do not remember if I liked it or if I was disappointed by it. But I remember the night that we went to go see it was obviously opening night. Again, it wasn't the midnight screening. But I was working at, at CVS at the time. Oh. And I remember I got a hold of the New York Post. And I opened it right to like where the review of it was. And they gave it like three out of four stars. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be pretty solid then. This is going to be pretty good. <laughs> And and yeah, like I got like I said, like I don't remember if I if I liked it or if I hated it at the time. Uh, but you know, I just as time has gone on, you know, you you as you read about it and then you watch it more and you you really do kind of see that it, yeah, it's 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 got it's got some problems. It's, yeah, it's got issues. It's got a little bit of issues. It's a lot of stuff going on. But yeah, but that was like like I remember 2007 being the year that I really like got into like movies like totally because like every weekend I was at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I just remember Spider-Man Three was like at the top of my most anticipated list. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, it just kind of, uh, it speaks for itself now, but, um, but I guess, uh, I guess we can really get into this now. So for the movie itself, right. Um, I guess as a whole, how do you feel about it now? I still love it. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's, it's a fun watch. It's not, like I said, um, it's not the best film by, right. by any means, but I always like, it's always a fun watch. I always, I always enjoy watching it. I always have a good time with it. Um, I always laugh along at the parts that are not good. Um, and I don't know. It's just it's just one of those films that I just like that I truly enjoy watching. Yes. Um, but something else that I wanted to say, which we discussed about yesterday, was um, the first like twenty minutes were well, the whole fight between Harry and Peter. Yeah. Was like released online mm -hmm. before the movie dropped. Well, I think, and then when I was doing the research, I, you know, finding out that it premiered in like Tokyo. <laughs> I think that that's why, because I think I think if I remember correctly, I think it opened overseas first before it came to America. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why there were a lot of uh, spoilers online, because my one buddy actually had the movie spoiled for him before we went to go see it. I think it said something along the lines of like, as he was like, I don't remember what he was reading, but it, like at the end of it, it said, um, "Harry dies at the end of Spider-Man Three. Have a good summer." <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "Fucking son well, of a bitch!" That's also when like the internet was like just coming around, you right? Know? Back right. in my day, yeah. you know. Um, I remember those days. Like before that, it was magazines, so like you said, or newspapers mm -hmm. and shit. And I remember like the, I remember like the year before, uh, I had gotten because the year before was 2006, right? So I remember I got in, um. Like a magazine that talked about Batman Begins and the um and the pre-production of the Dark Knight. Oh my god! And then there was like photos of like the black suit Spider Man, which was like super cool. And like I was obsessed with that magazine. Yeah. And I used to look at it just like all the time. I would just right. fucking stare at it. Um, I still remember to this day there was a Wonder Woman article in there with like Charisma Carpenter possibly playing really like Wonder Woman. Yeah, I gotta see if I can find it. Was that was it like for like for like a movie at the time? It was like a movie magazine. I wonder. I wonder if that's if that's when Joss Whedon was writing a script for Wonder Woman. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but it was like that. The back the back cover had like um had like a, a Captain America like movie whatever you know thing. Oh like, man. This is when it was just like all these rumors. Dude, this is like early days too, yeah, man. Like early, early days. comic book superhero days. Just like all this shit just kind of flying at you. But um, but I was like obsessed with the magazine. I used to like look at it all the time. But yeah, I remember I downloaded that um because it was like like. It took like I think almost like ten hours to download. What's happening? 
It's loading. It was like a five minute. Clip. Did you download off a of LimeWire? No, it was like QuickTime or something. <laughs> okay. Like, I had to like get QuickTime, so I got QuickTime, and then you had to download it. And I remember I kept checking back and I kept checking back, and it was like it was downloading so slow. But I just think my computer <laughs> just wasn't good at the time. No, because this is actually a really funny story. I remember like whenever I would download porn from there, it took like <laughs> like bro like a ten second like clip at the time. It took like hours. It took hours to download. <laughs> But I well, bro, remember. Those ten seconds were worth it, though. Oh, it was so. It was, and then when you play it on like the media player, it would just loop. Yep, yep. So <laughs> yes. But I remember because then, um, uh, even though I always joke about my dad, but I remember like that summer, the, the summer that Spider Man Three came out. Like we went to like um, we went to spend time with him, and um, I do know my dad for all those jokes that I've made. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's a whole nother story yeah, yeah. that I'm not gonna get into. But at the time, because he's like a big um he's like a big like tech guy. Right. And he like works with computers and stuff. So he had like a really good computer. And I remember the same 10 second porn clip that I downloaded. Like I looked it up on his computer and yeah. it was like that. It was instant. It was instant. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, this is a holy grail. <laughs> But yes, back to it. Yeah. I remember downloading that like five minute clip of Harry versus Peter, and I watched that over and mm -hmm. over and over. And that was like my first experience with it, and I was so excited because I'm like, because like you said, like the visual effects at the time were like groundbreaking. Yeah. So like they really pushed the boundary with the VFX, and I remember just like, I, I was so excited. I'm like, this is gonna be the best movie ever. I know, bro. And I also remember the the trailer from Comic Con that had uh, Topher Grace like in the church, basically yeah. praying to kill Spider Man, and and like I. I remember seeing that on like a bootleg because that yeah. was obviously at Hall H and people, you know, would film it. And you get this really grainy looking and you like, had, like footage. The shitty flip and this was like flip phones, yeah. So the video yeah. was not good at all. Yeah, but, but it was I like just circulating online. I but remember you just that. remember hearing it and the people going nuts for it. And so like the hype was real for this man. And and uh, and that was images too. I'm like we'll put we'll pull up uh we'll pull up the image yes. on the screen. But like I remember just like that shitty image and I'm like this is gonna be this so, gonna be so good. good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and McDonald's yeah. had the uh, the cups. Oh, no, not McDonald's. Right. I'm sorry. Um, 7 Eleven. 7 Eleven had, they the had cups. like the slushy cups. Oh, that's cups. right. I remember 7 Eleven used to do those promos like that. Yeah, and then, like, slushy cups. And the girl that I was dating my senior year, her and I like would get slushies all the fucking time. Yeah. And I remember when we went there, I was like, oh my God, I'm getting this like yeah. this uh, Venom Spider Man 3 cup. And I had it for the longest time. I don't know where it is now. Yeah. Yeah, but it was fun. But yeah, man, like, like, like for me, Spider Man 3, I think. It's it's one of those movies that I think now you can consider to be a guilty pleasure, mm -hmm. you know. And watching it yesterday, uh, you know, you could definitely see the flaws. And we'll and we'll definitely get into this, uh, you know, much later on. You know, when we talk about Sam Raimi and his comments on Spider-Man Three, but the movie itself really feels like like everyone's trying really hard, but I feel like no one believes in it. Yeah, but it's also a combination of like I'm over it. That's not, but that's I think yeah. that's what it is. Like you know the fact that and and Raimi does talk about this too about you know I think with you know the constant studio interference and stuff that he wasn't as invested as he really as he wanted to be and that he should have been. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think you can kind of tell because when you when you look at Spider-Man two and then go to Spider-Man three, it's totally different. Like it's it feels like it's it, like everything feels off in Spider-Man three. Like when right. it comes to the characters and the storylines and the relationships and the way people are acting and it just it just doesn't it doesn't all come together like it should. There's just like so it's like you kept saying last night like there's so much going on. There's a and lot it's like, that goes and it's just on. Hard yeah. to like you don't you can't even figure out like the time period or how much time passes from the beginning of the movie till the end. Right. It could literally be a couple days or it could be weeks. Right. Like, right. I don't fucking I don't know. know. Like it's so much happens. Yeah. I have absolutely no idea what's going on. it's like it's really hard to tell but you know and there are things in it that really do work and yeah. i think you can see the shades of greatness in it 
you know, but the stuff that doesn't work, it really doesn't work. It but really does but it's like you work. said, man, like when we when we rewatched it for this, I had an absolute blast watching it. Like yeah. like it, like I recognize that it's not the greatest thing ever, but it's still so much fun to yeah, watch. And you just like laugh along. You like, do it's laugh so along. It's so much ridiculous, it's so ridiculous shit. Ridiculous, like it's but, all right. But yeah, man, let's uh let's definitely jive, dive into this here jive. and just let's jive let's jive into this. You know, jive turkey. Dude, you jive turkey. <laughs> Did you just call me a jive turkey? <laughs> all right, Martin. So let's get into this right now. We got our boom and our bust. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot of characters in Spider-Man 3, a lot of new ones, a lot of returning ones. Who is your boom for Spider-Man 3? My boom, and this is a lot, This I, I made this decision because of just like, um, I guess it's legacy, <laughs> if that makes any fucking sense, but Emo Peter. Emo Peter? It, and, you know, Emo Peter has lived on. It really he, has, He has, dude. you know, like, you know, the hair flip, yep. the trash frog. I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. The, when you think of Spider-Man 3, you say those lines. Dude, you know what, man? I was thinking about this last night, too. When we got to that big montage, right? And he's just dancing and, you know, shooting the guns at people. Yeah. And he goes in the store and gets the black suit. Like, like this, it's almost iconic at this point. It is. Like, like it's an iconic moment. It it's is. an iconic character. And it's like, you think of... um. Like when you think of like Spider Verse, when he's like when he's doing, it's like yeah. and I did this, and he's like dancing. It's like you don't like you don't really. He's not wearing the the suit. He's like in a Spider Man costume, but you right. know exactly who he's referring exactly. to. When you hear that music, you think of Spider Man Three. <laughs> when you, it's all all the gifs are like the hair flip and just all emo Peter. It's yeah. so ridiculous, <laughs> but I fucking love it. So emo Peter forever emo forever uh-huh definitely my boom I, I absolutely love that pick i love that pick uh i'm actually gonna go with thomas hayden church yes because i feel like sandman is one of the few characters that actually really works in this movie mm-hmm. and i feel like it's the it's the villain that Raimi actually cares about because you know he doesn't give a fuck about venom no so he really cares about sandman and i think there's a lot of time and effort put into it it's not like the best performance because i think once he becomes sandman there's a lot of like stiffness and lumbering around and and just like grunting and stuff Mm -hmm. like that you know and i don't know if that's attributing to the production or you know the way things were going because like that first scene before he becomes sandman he's talking to his daughter like he's like crushing it i'm like yeah like, he's like he's, per- he's like he's knocking no, out of the he's park he's definitely the best character in the film yeah for sure i love everything about him um we'll, i will get a little bit into this later on yeah we talk about the me. scenes and stuff yeah. yeah but um but for me tom i mean tom, we've we've talked about we've talked on the show many times about how much we love thomas hayden church yeah he's the man the dude's a fucking stud he's, he's so great in peanut butter falcon like i love that he came back from great peanut butter falcon yeah in like easy a George yeah. oh yes yes like the guy's just so good he's so much fun he has like such a charisma and charm to him whenever he's on screen and definitely underrated too yeah extremely underrated and you just love watching him so i think just and when you're talking about like comic book um representation like portrayal right like if you put his picture next to like the comic book image of sandman yeah it looks almost identical it really does like it really works so i mean like i think in terms of like like my my choice was like I made it for my reasons. Right, right. You know? But if, when you think about, like, if you're being serious, when you're taking it seriously, he is by far, like, the standout in the film. For sure. Yeah. He also talked about how he based his performance kind of off, like, Frankenstein after he became the Sandman mm-hmm. a little bit. So you can kind of you can kind of tell. Yeah. You know, you can definitely kind of tell with that a little bit. And also, too, like, apparently he said that he... Uh, he packed on like thirty pounds of muscle or something crazy. Dude, my like guy that for got role. like he looked he looked bulky. Yeah, he was like, he was he definitely big. he definitely bulked up for sure. But yeah, I love everything about Sandman. Um, you know, from Thomas Hayden Church's performance to just um the visual effects with him, the, yeah. the sound effects. Yep. Um, they did a really good job. I remember when I was watching the behind the scenes for this, and I like this was so long ago. They really tried. Um, they, their their big kind of like one of their biggest sort of things that they were going for was to stray away from the mummy. Yes. So like not, you know, because, you know, obviously you have all the sandstorms in the mummy. And Which they is were weird to because like, like not, 
I was going to say, because as I'm watching this, I was getting like mummy vibes. You did get mummy I guess, vibes. I guess there's no way you can't, especially too, like when you like roars, I'm like, this feels like the mummy. It feels you know exactly like, yeah. but like, it's also us. It's a film that we grew up with and that we loved. Right. So it almost just kind of flips, but that was like their big thing. But I love, you know, like the, um, it's almost like a Godzilla type of shot after when we first, when he, when he first fights Peter and when he like, when he's like in the truck. Yes. And he like he does he gets up he knocks out the cops and then he like flies away and like turn like turns the building. Yes, it's almost like a Godzilla type of it shot. It is kind of a Godzilla type of shot. It's like very wide yeah. scale. You get a sense of you get a sense of like the size and everything. So yeah, I mean I love Sam and he's really um in all seriousness he definitely is the boom like without a doubt. But um but it's a great pick. Yeah, I hope he comes out. I hope he comes back in Spider Man Three. I mean they're bringing everyone <laughs> back, Spider-Man so <laughs> I might as well might as well you know. Yeah, I know. I would right? love that. All right, so. Uh, so who's your bust? And I feel like we might have the same person. I know song. we might have the same. If we do, that'd be interesting. Okay. Mine is fucking Bernard. The guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Bernard. I'm sure you are a sweet man. I don't know if you're still alive, if you know, or if you pass away. R.I.P. I'm not talking about the person himself. I'm talking about the character. Bernard's a fucking asshole. Kept those secrets to himself the entire time. Like, bro. You you saw me like putting myself like you know like I've seen stuff in this house that I've never spoken of like really you're seeing me like if I'm if I'm Harry you're seeing me poison <laughs> myself with this gas you're seeing myself you're seeing, you're seeing me trying to kill my best friend you're seeing my friendships fall apart you know when I ask you to get food you bring me fucking eggs like give me some steak all right Dude, that have, was the funniest shit man. I have <laughs> a date you know like I'm trying to get it in like give me some fucking like some good cut from like Smith and Wolfsburg you know, like we're in New York City no you get me some fucking omelets like fuck Bernard <laughs> bro, bro I, I didn't even realize that man when when Mary Jane comes over and he's like Bernard she's coming over we, we need to get some food he's like oh alright right, right away, sir. Right away sir. Eggs. he gets eggs look I love eggs alright I love I'm, I'm all for breakfast and dinner but if I'm hairy and I have all and that money all that money <laughs> yeah give me some fucking steak alright give me some filet give me some some porterhouse give me some good stuff I'm, tr- I'm trying to wow this lady bro I got a fucking date and you give me eggs Bro, bro. All right. So, so I when I was looking up the F and facts, right? Mm-hmm. I was on IMDb and I was looking at, like the trivia, and I gotta find this. We may have to do a few moments later here, but there's this insane trivia, and I don't know how true it is, but it talks about Bernard. So I'm really glad that he's your bust. <laughs> a few moments later, and we're back. All right. So, like I said, I don't know how true this is, but it is in the trivia section of IMDb for the movie. And it says, originally, Bernard was to be another illusion of Harry's, representing his good side. Even though the idea would have cleared up a massive plot hole, the butler waited an extremely long time to explain to Harry that his father's wounds were not an accident. It was cut. But I feel like that also opens up more plot holes. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again? All right. So, originally, the original idea Uh was that Bernard was going to be another Harry illusion, representing his good side. Mm -hmm. And then that would have cleared up the plot hole of him waiting for so long. I don't know how it would have cleared up the plot hole. I guess it wouldn't have happened. It makes no sense. That's, that that's, that's sense, why. That's right. why I'm saying like because no matter what, he still waited so long. Exactly. I actually wasn't going to bring this up because you had because that was your that was your bus. I mm-hmm. had to bring this up because it's it sounds so ridiculous and it makes no sense to me. But the fact that it's here tells me it has some legitimacy. Unless it was like a thing that that Harry cleaned up his father's wounds. Right. And you and know you're doing he, the whole split personality kind of thing. Right. And he much later found out. You know he found the glider. I feel like that like, makes things more convoluted though. It does because then <laughs> so now you're telling me okay so Harry cleaned his wounds. Um, Harry found the glider, right? Which makes sense, and then but then he had to connect it to like, oh, this glider, you know, was yeah. the same as my dad's wounds. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, fuck Bernard. Fuck Bernard. Yeah, <laughs> the guy's an asshole. Fuck you. 
All right, so I wasn't really expecting that to be your your bus, but I but I love it either way. Uh, mine's a little bit more obvious and probably like I could be considered to be dogpiling here, but it's it's Topher Grace. <laughs> oh my god, it's definitely Topher Grace, and it's it's like I said, like uh, you know, as I was saying before in the opening, I feel like everyone's movie's trying really hard, and I think he's trying really hard. I just don't think that he's right for the role. You well, know? I just I mean, it's it's like we were talking about you, Topher Grace. It's just like there's a reason the guy never broke out. You yeah, know? it's and no disrespect to him. But it's something like this where you think this is going to be your big break. Yep. So you're going to kind of give it your all. But you're also not that good. So it's like, you know, and then under the circumstances of everything, it's right. just like, it just, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. All. Yeah, he doesn't fit the character. You know, I don't buy him to be tough. It also doesn't work that that the guy steering the ship doesn't also give a shit about the character either. Right. He was kind of put there by the producers. So I think it's a bit of a double-edged sword for Topher Grace. I think he kind of gets the short end of the stick here. And his writing and like Brock's writing is so bad. I know. It's so fucking stupid when you re like, I always like this is one of the things that I always kind of bring up when I'm thinking about this movie. It's like when he goes, when he first meets, um, oh, he has a great line. See photography. It's not just about no offense, uh, flagpoles, <laughs> whatever. It's about lighting, composition, drama. When he first meets Jonah in J. Jonah um, in that scene, he's like, I have a girl, sir, a girl I want to marry. Mm -hmm. But they just had a coffee. Right. Like, that's all they fucking had. Right. I mean, but uh, the thing that I that I've thought they were doing is they're just kind of playing up his his psychotic side a little bit more. But Maybe. like, but that, you know, so when he does turn, I guess it's like, you know, he really gives into like that side of him. Because like, as I'm watching, I'm like, this dude's fucking insane. Like, yeah. he's obviously nuts, you know? Probably because he's like, you made me lose my girl. And I'm going to make you lose yours. Like, what? You had a coffee, bro. Yeah, that's, yeah. You had like yeah. A, a coffee that's, thing. That's, that's what I mean. But, but you know, but I'm with mm. you, though, in terms of the rain being bad because it's, it's, it's not enough. And that's also not Eddie Brock. You know what I mean? I feel like that's not no. like Eddie Brock in general. So it's like, I feel like it's just very, it's just weird. No! If you want to talk about maybe introducing just Eddie Brock and then kind of building him up for a like future film, like mm -hmm. maybe that, that kind of would have worked. You know, um, the whole jealousy between Eddie and Peter. Right. Um, physically, he doesn't look anything like Eddie Brock. No. Like Eddie Brock is has a, a fucking a big dude, and he has a, he has a bench press in his bedroom. Right. Right. That's how hard he goes. Right. He has a fuck. He wakes up and then he does some fucking. That sounds um, like my idol. Yeah. He's got a fucking bench press in his bedroom. Right. So physically, um, he doesn't look anything like like um, like like Peter. Um, but there were some sort of Eddie Brock traits that, uh, that, that were introduced here. Like, you know, like I was saying, like in regards to like, uh, how jealous he gets from a career standpoint, right. um, how he kind of in a way envies Peter and Mary Jane's like relationship, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But they just, it's not like, um, it wasn't just properly fleshed out. It goes, right. like you said, it's, it's very quick. Um, there's so much shit going on. So you kind of lose it, yep. you know? So it's just, it's a fucking mess. But, yeah. uh, and, and, and it's like you said, his it just makes his performance that much worse and his character that much worse. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, and I also like, you know, when you when you brought that up when we were watching, you're like, man, like, you know, you're expecting this to be like your big break and the movie just sucks. Oh, it's I'm tough. like, man, I, you know, I, I feel bad. You know, I do, I, you it, do, it, it sucks. It really does suck. Because I love the semi-shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also uh, Predators. Oh, he's great in Predators. <laughs> he's great in Predators. <laughs> he is great in Predators. Yeah, Playing another, play another psychotic character. Another psycho, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else is he in? Topher Grace? Yeah. Uh, Ocean's 11, Ocean's 12. <laughs> well, those are like minor roles. You know? Yeah. Uh, I fucking lost trivia on that one. That's probably why I hate him too. Fucking yeah, probably. Asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cost me a, a little bit of vendetta against. Cost him. me a twenty-five dollar gift card. Yeah. Oh, he's in uh, Interstellar. 
Oh, and that's another thing that I fucking hate. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what I, you hate that he's an interstellar? <laughs> it's not that I hate it. It's just that interstellar wraps up so quick. Yes. You don't you get know? like a resolution for Yeah, it's very fast. It's very so fast. So when she comes out, she yells the name and she throws it and then she kisses him. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? <laughs> like every every like we were like literally taking our time and then like that that whole moment where, where she finds out and she's doing the equation, it's like a minute right we're speeding to the end it's like super fast yeah, yeah. we're, we're light speed at this yeah, point yeah she throws it she gives him a kiss I'm like this is bullshit fuck out you get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here I wanna hear that bullshit just kidding still a great film yeah still, still a great film, film. Yeah. alright uh, so let's go into my favorite category the, the our, you know memorable scenes yes so I have a bunch here I have uh, the Sandman is born mm-hmm. obviously the, the first time he becomes the Sandman uh, Bruce Campbell's ca- cameo, so good <laughs> as the mayor D. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Peter and Harry's fights because I think both fights that they that they have are awesome. Right, and the, 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 uh, the, the first one where where he's on the glider, and then the one in the mansion. Although I will say about the first one, the glider when they're going through the alleyway, it's yeah. the longest alleyway. It's the longest fucking alleyway. <laughs> New York City alleyways are not that nope. long, but it just goes on for so long. But yes, they're both great fight scenes, and I love the one in the mansion because it's very brutal. It is brutal. Yeah, like they're not holding back at all. Well, like they really want to kill each other. And that's one of those moments too where I feel like that that's where the movie does work is like you like I feel like he's about to like he, he like I feel like he killed him you know they what I mean like yeah, yeah yes. like he actually like I love the part when like he pulls out the knife and you see like the tip of blood yeah like, he got him yes he got just the tip he just got the tip. Just tip but nothing beats when you know like the incredible camera work you know Harry puts the olive puts uh you know fills up the martini glass and yeah. the camera pans over you see Peter emo Peter in the background <laughs> like all there like ready to right, go right. oh my god so good so bad but so good <laughs> Uh, J. John Jameson's first scene because even though Spider-Man 3 is way more goofy and they play him up even more in this one I still find it hilarious yeah and, so and, J- and J.K. just cracks me up as this character and how must me again time to take your pill not that one not that one Thank you. Continue. And then I have obviously emo Peter, and I just everything with emo Peter. Everything with emo I think Peter. it's just fantastic. Um, some dirt in your eye. The obviously we did not watch the editor's cut, which I think came out. Uh, I th- want to say like recently the editor's cut recently like came out. Like oh the, really? And it's like available for, you know for people to watch. Um, if you guys didn't know, there's an editor's cut of Spider-Man Three where they put a lot of the deleted scenes back in. But the one scene that I think is uh, the best out of all these deleted scenes is the Sandcastle scene. It's really good. With um with Pen- I think it's, I think that his uh, Sandman's daughter's name is Penny. Penny, right? Yeah. They're yeah. like at a park and mm-hmm. they're just chilling there. And she kind of goes up to like I guess the this, sand this pit. giant sandcastle right that's there. And it's just there and it's it's like very magical yeah it's, yeah, very, it's like a very nice yes. moment and then she walks away and then he turns back and he's just like creeping yeah he's basically <laughs> creeping he creeps I, a lot in this movie I see you bitch <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's the thing too um, this apparently that scene comes right after when he comes out of the, the sewer after he kind of gets like blasted away mm-hmm. good riddance which again we don't like I'm like this. In, in terms of time makes no yeah, sense it's, yeah it's yeah. so fucking weird yeah it's definitely weird um, alright so moving on uh, I have the first fight that um, Spider-Man has with Sandman and that's the whole sequence where Sandman you know goes into the the truck with sand and it's you know blast the cops it's a really good scene mm-hmm. uh, and then I have uh, the Stanley cameo even though it's not really a scene I just wanted to mention the Stanley cameo because yeah, it's just we love Stanley yeah because we love Stanley and it's a really good cameo enough said and then the um, 
the big end sequence, obviously. Like the big, the whole, the whole, the whole shebang, <laughs> the whole shebang. And there's a lot of there's a lot of wishy washy moments in there. Oh but, yeah. But uh, as a whole, it's 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 still fun to watch. It is. It it's is. it's cheesy as fuck. Take all the everything that had to do with the news, just throw it out the window. It's so bad. I'm like, this is something out of like a fucking cartoon. It's, it's like a cartoon. Yeah. And and I don't know what the fuck it is with Spider-Man movies, but why is there always a crowd of people like watching? There's always, yeah, always. Well, I maybe because it's New York City, so there's always a bunch of people. But and still, you like, know, get the fuck out of here. Well, people are nosy, bro. Like, bro, people are look, nosy. If I'm if I live in the Spider-Man world, right, and yeah. I'm walking by this and I'm walking, you know, like down the street, right, and all of a sudden I see Spider-Man like having a fight in the sky, yeah. I'm fucking running. <laughs> I'm gonna take some pictures. I'm gonna check right. it out. So I can I understand, but right, yeah, right, I right. totally get yeah, it. Yeah, though. Yeah. It's like why is there always a fucking crowd? Of I know there's a crowd of people. Everyone wants to see that. Everyone wants to, wants to get a little Spidey flavor. Bro. Absolutely. Um, and then I didn't have this in here, but uh, the crane sequence where. Spider-Man saves Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. I figured I'd mention that too. Because yeah, because that's like um, in terms like the, in terms of the effects and everything. The effects in that, in that scene are incredible. Yeah, and then on top of that, I found out that Bryce Dallas Howard did her whole uh, she did all the stunts in that scene too. Yes, yes, yeah, which I is really cool. Um, all right, so was there anything that I missed that you uh, want to talk about, that you that you wanted to talk about? If not, we can actually like dive into this. Um, no. All right, then I'll be completely honest with you. The best scene in this movie is the Sandman scene. Yes, yes, hundred percent by far. Sandman Reborn is a hundred percent the best. Actually, no, you didn't miss one. Which the one? twist in the kitchen, Harry <laughs> and Mary Jane. <laughs> Look, I will say though, um, that scene, I feel like every time I watch it, gets less and less sillier. Okay. I feel like you know, it's it's Mary Jane. She's like, she's hurting, right? And she's just kind of having like a like a loose, relaxed moment. She's like dancing with, with Harry, right? Who's Someone, who's her best friend? Yeah, who she knows. Yeah. So like, I always like. I'm always like, um, I remember my one, because, bro, nerds are brutal. I remember one time I was shitting on that scene, and my one friend, because um, remember in, in Deathly Hollows when Harry and Hermione uh, have that, like, dance scene in the tent? Yeah, yeah, And it's, like, a really nice moment. Right. And she went in on me. She's like, how is that any fucking different from when Harry and Hermione dance? And I was like, all right, all right, wow, relax. Wow, relax. relax. Jesus. You need to relax. Hit like, a fucking right. nerve there. <laughs> <laughs> a nerd nerve. But I was like, all right, I'll give you that one. You yeah, got a yeah. good point. But, yeah, that is one scene that, for me, like, always kind of gets a little less silly it, wor- it works more for you yeah for okay sure. all right all right but um but yes the San mary born for sure is the best scene in the film and it's one of the first times that i recall in film where like a score really impacted me and that and that's probably the best thing of that yeah. scene is the score is so fucking the score good. is so good i love the um i loved everything about it because i also just um when he tries to grab the uh the pendant and like his face, like you see his expression, he's like frustrated. Right, right. You know, and then yeah, and then he grabs it and the music's blaring as he's kind of coming to. And I remember like I used to love just like that scene mostly from the music. So I remember that's like the right one of the very first times. Yeah. Where... You know what's funny too is that as we're watching it too, I'm like, why the fuck do I not have this score in my music rotation? Like, oh, on, you don't? Uh, I don't, and I don't know why. Did I don't like, think, like... actually, no, you're right. Cause I don't think I have it, but I don't think I've added it to our playlist. Yeah, yeah sure. I, d- I d- definitely need to add Nick it. Nick and I have a shared scores playlist because we're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> gay, totally gay. Uh, but uh, an F in fact, I had no idea, and that's probably because I don't know why I didn't know this, but uh, Danny Elfman did not come back to score Spider Man 3. That I feel like I knew because I remember when I was trying to find that song, mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. Like his his music is still there, but right. um, but a lot of the stuff when it comes to like the the oh actually the opening credits are awesome too with the black symbiote. The opening, yeah, that yeah. is pretty awesome too. Because yeah. like once like you get your traditional opening credits and then 
once you know we get the splash of the black it's like dun, dun, yeah dun, dun, yeah dun. yep yep it's got a little bit of like mib vibe it does there, it kind of does but, yeah, uh, yeah but yeah it's a fun score yeah it's um it's christopher young that actually composed the score this time and apparently the reason why danny elfman did not return is because they had uh creative differences with sam raimi on spider-man 2 Ooh. which is really interesting i didn't i didn't realize that but obviously i guess they kissed and made up because uh he came back for oz the great and powerful when raimi did that in 2013 I haven't seen that movie. I think I've seen. I don't think I've ever. I think I've ever seen that movie. I think I saw a movie once. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how I. I don't know how I feel about. It. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it got a mixed reception. <laughs> I don't know if a lot of people liked it. To be honest, the fact that I can't remember. Kind yeah, of says something. I think that yeah, kind of says a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but that's that's definitely my favorite scene. Uh, I also want to highlight, man, the Bruce Campbell scene where he plays the maitre d at the French restaurant. Who uh, is going to be Mephisto? Dude, I'm I'm down. I am fucking breaking news. down. Breaking news: Bruce Campbell is going to be Mephisto. That would, that would be amazing. Bro. He can pull off the look. Yep. Because the, okay, the, here's the thing. When we were watching it, I I was thinking to myself, who is he going to play in um, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness? Because right. you know, he ha- Raimi has, he to, has put to have him, him in. He has to have he him better in be in there. Yeah. So I just thought to myself, like, you know, he can be Mephisto. Yeah. He can definitely pull off some like weird hair, <laughs> right. some like sinister, crazy look. Yep. You know, um, he looks good. Yeah. So you know, he can, you know dye him red, yeah. take his shirt off. You know, and I'm like, yeah. You know what? That's going to happen. And you can take that to the bank. So, breaking news. It's going to happen. You know what, man? Like, I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love it if it happened. <laughs> I would happening, absolutely though. love it, man. It would, that would be great. But yeah, that whole scene is hysterical. And, and, you know, it just goes to show, like, I feel like Bruce Campbell was born in, like, the wrong time. Like, if like if he yeah, was an actor coming up in, like, the so 1950s, true. he would have just been the biggest movie star on the planet. He can literally, um, in his prime, he could have played almost any superhero yes like f- like it's it's kind of insane yeah. how if, if you go back to like the army of darkness days like mm-hmm. when he was like you know in really good shape and like you know younger obviously like he could have played anybody bro once we finally see ralph and wandavision yeah. it's gonna be Dude, bruce campbell oh my god bro i will lose my shit if that's and the case it, that, and i'm just gonna be like yeah. there it is <laughs> well there it is there it is, there it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and take good care of the ring oh we with my life monsieur super play we oui? I like you. <laughs> um, obviously, we talked about emo Peter. Um, so good, <laughs> dude. Dude, that cracks me up about the, uh, the the big end fight scene is where you're like, that's probably the best bad line in it a is. movie. It <laughs> is. <laughs> and Chris, Chris and I always talk about it too because it's so fucking bad. It's when, all right, so it's when um, Venom, you know, holds Peter down and Sandman is like beating the shit out of him, and it's such a bad scene in general because you know that's when you have like the news people like talking <laughs> that one that one chick reporter she's one like chick, it's, it's like her 15 minutes of fame yeah it's hard to believe what's happening <laughs> the brutality of it i don't know how you can take anymore and I, and then when they change it to the anchor and you see her i'm like that's not the right that's camera not the angle right, yeah, but yeah, yeah. whatever there's a lot of continuity errors. yeah he's like this could be the end of spider-man you know? and obviously harry comes to the rescue right and he's like it came like just in the nick of time a couple minutes ago wouldn't have been so bad either what are you gonna do <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> oh but it's like my favorite it's like the yeah, yeah. best bad line in the movie it's my favorite bad line it's my in the favorite film. Lab one. and there's actually there's there's a couple and this is why it's like the movie's just filled with cheese like when mm-hmm. mary jane's falling and harry and peter are on the glider mm-hmm. and he's like go buddy and it's i'm like, just like oh her. my god this no, is so um, bad number two behind it is um it's almost like, will you, uh, you know, hit on the head? I'm a species of bird. It's like, oh, you hit me on the head? Bop. 
<laughs> like, like, and she does like a like a head like tilt thing back. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yo, that's the other thing I noticed too, man. Franco chews the fucking scenery. Oh in this my movie, god, man. he's just grinning hard. Yes, and and, and when he so and good. when he when he reverts back and he gets his memory back when, when he's in the cafe when he's in the cafe he's with the, the lazy pie, eye going, he's got the lazy eye going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's he's delivers so many good lines and just his expressions. He's so fucking good, man. He he, is. he crushes in this movie. He would have been my my boom as well, man, because he's a blast to watch. Harry is so much fun to watch, and um. Something else that I wanted to... Oh, fuck. We'll get into it. I lost it. You know, all right, all right. <laughs> this is like Spider-Man 3. There's just so much going on. There's so much going on. Yeah. There's so much going on. Um, oh, and this is the other thing, too, about that about that big end fight sequence. This is the thing I actually really liked about, and I really wish they would have played more into this, is when, I guess, Harry's kind of taking on like the Sandman, and he kind of knocks the Sandman out, and then Peter is still on that one level in the construction building, mm -hmm. and he hears Venom. I wish the film had more of that because that to me was like, I was like, oh, this is great. Like, this is really there's good. A couple and, of and it's literally moments. like 30 seconds, but it was awesome. Yeah. There's like, um, oh, another scene we didn't talk about was the, um, maybe you did the church scene. Oh, I didn't talk about that. Yeah, no, I didn't have that in great. there. Yeah. yeah church scene's good. Yeah. Um, where he's, he's, he's asking God to kill Peter Parker. <laughs> well, not, not everything <laughs> minus fucking Brock. Uh, but you know, like I love the, the pan around. Oh, him, the shot of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah the brood, music. Brooding. Yeah. But, um, but I'm with you, and I also love the uh, when we get like the crazy alien symbiote when when Peter puts all the pipes down. Um, yeah, and he's knocking him out with the noise. Yeah, and then uh, you know he splits Brock, which you know that whole you know that whole thing is is a whole like CG scene, but it's really well done. Right. But like when he's like putting all the pipes down, and we have like a low camera angle, kind of going fast like in the circular right, kind right. of thing. And then like we got like the big crazy. I remember like the TV spot, like that was in the TV spot. Yeah. And I was, like, Bro, I was so ready. I, was I like, like, yeah. can't wait, fucking wait for Spider-Man 3. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, um, fun. So yeah, fun. yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. Uh, Actually, no, there's, now that I'm thinking about that, yeah. that moment when, like, when the thing goes up. Yeah, yeah, After he kills Venom mm -hmm. and fucking Sam is just there creeping like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's just there like lurking. He's like, ah, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, this plan had, didn't like, work. He had like his uh, his big sand mitt, <laughs> yeah. like his big sand club ready to go. And then the second <laughs> just, he dies, just it just back. fucking dissolves. He just he's disintegrates like, oh, a little bit. It's like, ah, oh, damn. Cracks me up. Actually, bro, that's the other thing too, man, is, is and we talk about this all the time too because it's the most ridiculous scene, is when Venom is just kind of swinging through the city supposedly looking for Sandman yeah. and Sandman finds him and thinks it's it's actually Spider-Man. I don't like Spider-Man. I don't like Spider-Man. <laughs> well, he's like, I've been looking, well, he tells me, he's like, I've been looking for I've been for looking you. for you. But yeah. then when he's like, he just kind of tosses him and then just kind of keeps on walking. Like, all right, this, this weird <laughs> thing just didn't just start <laughs> so, to attack you. Yeah. Actually, I wonder if that too, because I mean, it was very expensive, but I wonder if the whole face pull thing mm -hmm. was to save on CG. Maybe. You know, because like, I mean, th that is one of the dumbest fucking things in the movie itself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was, when we were watching, I'm like, huh. That was probably it. Yeah, well, I mean, like, the design of Venom also isn't that great either. No. You know what I mean? Like, even even when he goes to, like, the full Venom mask, it doesn't look... It's no, not like, like, the Venom, yeah. um... The Tom Hardy Venom design is incredible. Like, yeah, that, yeah, it's, it's that's really good. Venom. Like, that's more legit Venom. Right, yeah. like, you know, in terms of, like, right there, like, size, bulky, the teeth, you know, um, it's, it's really good. 
But uh, but even like his eyes were very like slim. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know? I'm sure Tom McFarlane was not happy with it. Probably not. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. That, I, I'm actually gonna look it up because I'm almost certain Tom McFarlane is very outspoken. He is. I'm. Oh, I'm sure he's talking so much sure, shit about like, Spider-Man Three. something he has out to there have. where he was just like talking shit on um on the Venom design. I'm I'm getting ready, and now all of a sudden I got Topher. He's on on screen. It's Spider-Man Three. I'm going. Here it goes. And I go, okay, now the black's coming up, his legs. And I'm going, okay, he's going to grow. And then it's up to the torso. And I go, no, 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 he's okay. He's, oh, they're going to wait for a long time. But it's a time to grow. And it gets up to his neck. And I go, what's happening? He's not growing. <laughs> and then it just goes. And I go, it's just Topher with black right. on him. I go, no, 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 no. And if Sam Raimi was there, and I knew Sam a little bit, I'm like, no, no, Sam, you're missing about 250 pounds, 300 pounds. What are you talking about? This thing is a giant hulking gorilla. And it was like, ah, oh, darn it. All right, man, let, let's let's move on. So who would you want to have a beer with in this movie? And, I, and, I, and I'm really curious to see what you say. <laughs> Bro, I would have a beer with fucking J. Jonah Jameson. Like, come yes. on. Like, how could you not? I mean, he's just like, I, I want to get him like on a on a day where he's just pissed off. Like, bro, let's go have a beer. Yeah. Let's relax. And then like, just hear him talk shit about Spider-Man <laughs> for like hours. On for hours just going yeah. on rants and conspiracy theories yeah, and, and then everything. cut back to like, you know, my son's an astronaut, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then go back to like talking <laughs> yeah. shit about Spider-Man. And it's also, and just J.K. Simmons' performance is just so fucking good. Yeah. That I'm just like, I love this guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, Let's go grab a fucking beer. I got yep, you. Yep. Yeah. All right. So mine might be a little, a little out of the park because um, it probably be considered more of a date. Mm-hmm. But I want to do it with Gwen Stacy. Ooh. Yeah. Want to go out with Gwen? Um, I'm go out with Gwen. You're going to date a cop's daughter, bro? Oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. It's tough. That's it is tough. tough. It is tough. But I think I can get in there. Everything I can get in there, I think in I can what? make... I think in I can her? make Cap- Well, that too. But I, I think I can make Captain Stacy like me enough to accept me into the family. Uh, I think it Do you have work. a better chance with uh, James Cromwell, Captain Stacy, or Dennis Leary, Captain Stacy? Ooh. Who do you I feel have? like I have a better chance with Dennis Leary. Because he's more of an Captain asshole. Stacey. He's more of an asshole, but yeah. I feel like I could bond with him more. Like, you can joke around with him more. Yes, you know? I can like, absolutely joke like around with him more. Yeah, more. yeah, I feel like James Cromwell, Captain Stacy, is more traditional. Yes. Like, he's got, like, you know, like, uh, in The Amazing Spider-Man, they, they just live, like, on an apartment building. Yeah. I can feel like James Cromwell has, like, a fucking house. You right. Know, like, very bougie. And I feel like you can't joke around with him either. No, not I feel like this all. dude cannot take a joke. Right, like, I can actually, like, you can, you can have a beer... With Dennis Lee or Captain Stacy, exactly. But you can have a exactly. beer. You can, like you'll probably have some like scotch, right? With like James Cromwell, Captain Stacy, like <laughs> and fuck that. They <laughs> <laughs> want a fucking beer. Yeah, I want beer. Give me fucking beer. But that's the thing too. Like, like I also just like you know, I like I said, I haven't seen Spider-Man three in a while, and Bryce Dallas Howard is is really solid as Gwen Stacy. Obviously, you know, that's another character that. Sam Raimi didn't rot in the movie, mm-hmm. but I still think she does a pretty good job. Yeah, that's, for I, what I, she's that's when I was. That's why I asked you. I'm like. Because she did Lady in the Water before this, but this is this was definitely like more mainstream. Yeah. Because I feel like by the time Lady in the Water came out, M Night just lost a lot of like clout. He did, yeah, for sure. So you know when this came out, this was more like you know in your yeah, face, yeah. you know. But but she's a star, bro. She is. Bryce Dallas Howard is a star, um, and she's a fucking smoke show on this too. Oh yeah, she really is. And I also like her in Jurassic World too. Yeah, yeah. In Jurassic World, she's really good. Running too. around with heels. <laughs> Actually, no. But I I'm I like long hair. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of liked her more in Jurassic Kingdom. I thought she, I liked oh, her a lot true, more. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that fucks with the bangs. That fucks with those big yeah, times. Yeah, so, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's like that. Like Topher Grace. Like, look, no respect, no disrespect to you, dude. But like, you know, 
you just see you know some people have it some people yep, don't yep, you know for sure and, then, and now seeing her growth as a director oh yeah and, and crushing it done, with the mandalorian yeah, yeah so like yeah she's a she's a fucking star bro, absolutely for sure. absolutely all right martin so for this next category we usually you know when we do the fn collection we're doing like you know classics i guess you could say like really good movies so we always kind of like say like hey where do you rank this in this genre like what tier top what tier, tier top tier, tier lower tier i want to switch up a little bit for this one considering that it's not you know looked at in the greatest light and mm -hmm. it's not considered to be a great movie well it's my personal tears bro i'll say for your personal tears mm -hmm. but what i will ask you is where does this rank in guilty pleasure movies oh it's top three you think it's top three yeah it's definitely yeah, there's top three top five it's definitely a top okay it's definitely like up there and like the handful of you know like yeah, how yeah, many yeah. movies can i grab with one hand right it's right. definitely in <laughs> it's there. in there okay yeah. okay uh so now in terms of superhero movies and for me because remember for, these are this is mine. i know i know yeah your your personal your personal tier right and we've had some incredible superhero films in the past 10 years um i would put it like I would put it like a like somewhere towards the front of the middle tier. Okay. You know, because we have so many now. We do have so many now. Yeah. If you talk about just MCU, it's fucking like what twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. So it's definitely like um, it's definitely like middle tier, but like towards the towards the front. Yeah. Like leading that middle tier. Well, you know, what, man, I, I actually do want to agree with you on that because I think there's something to be said about a movie that you can watch. And it just entertains the shit out of you, you know, right. regardless of whether or not everything works in the movie, the movie's just a blast. Like, like to be honest, I would have watched this over a lot of MCU films. I, I would too. Yeah. I would too. 100%. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, and you might disagree with me, but you know, I, not that I put this on the same thing because this is definitely a better movie, but like Batman and Robin is kind of the same in the same vein, because mm -hmm. when you watch it, you're so fucking entertained by it. It's, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> Allow me to break the ice. It's dumb. Stay cool, bird boy. Yeah. It's cheesy as fuck. Tonight's forecast, a freeze is coming. But like, it's so much fun to watch. And like, I, I feel the same way with Spider-Man 3. Like I said, Spider-Man 3 is definitely a better movie for mm -hmm. sure. There's no question about it. But you know, man, like even the bad stuff, I still enjoy. Yeah. You know? What are you going to do? I know. What are you, you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, one of the things that I kind of wanted to go into a little bit was kind of what happened and a little bit of the fallout of Spider-Man 3 and then obviously the canceled version of Spider-Man 4. Mm -hmm. So Spider-Man 4 was originally set to have the Vulture as the villain and John Malkovich was going to play the character. And I think because of the problems in Spider-Man 3 with Sam Raimi really disagreeing with the producers on, on things and, and caving. And also, you know, he talks about not having the best experience and how, like I said before, how he just was not interested in you know a lot of what spider-man 3 had to offer and he considers it to be like an awful movie he's like i hate this movie i don't want to talk about it like oh he went on he went on a uh, a podcast with chris hardwick i forget okay. what his, i forget what his podcast is called now but um but he was doing promotion for i think he was uh that was this is when the evil dead show came out okay and he was doing promotion for that and he talked about just how it's just a complete awful movie and he just hates talking about it you know what i mean oh. so which 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 sucks right, Sammy, you're going to get your fourth you're, you're going to get uh john watts gonna be busy doing i know Fantastic man Four, so. i know so Raimi can, can kind of come in there and and we almost know that's what's going to happen yeah we, like we almost have it like locked in that like um and feige just being feige he's like look Come in and you know do your thing, right? For the fourth one, you know right. why not? Because like we said, Tom Holland's in it for whew, for forever, for a long haul. Well, that's what I mean. Like if Raimi comes in and is able to do like a Spider Verse movie, and he's kind of able to take the reins on some of these characters, and obviously you know like he shaped, you know he's he's the reason why Spider Man is as successful as it is in the movie industry. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's like he's he's the he's the Godfather when it comes to that. 
And, you know, I think he's going to be given the opportunity to really finish off the story of both Peter Parker and I think Mary Jane Watson. Because right. obviously Spider-Man 3 really leaves it kind of up in the air with them. And I think we're either going to be able to get to see where they're at. You know, if it's just going to be a simple... That's a great point. I it, didn't think of that. Yeah, if it's if it's just going to be as simple as, oh, they got married and they're, and they're still together. Or if they're still not together. You know, if, like it's, like a, if it's like a Spider-Verse kind of situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I wonder if, uh, if, if what we think is going to happen actually happens. If we get uh, a definitive conclusion to those characters, which I, I would fucking love. I think so. But I do think it's going to bank on Doctor Strange. If Doctor Strange comes down, it's incredible. Yeah. And, you know, does oh, for really sure. well. Yeah, yeah. Then they'll probably be like, all right. You've earned it. Go ahead and do your shit. If not, then maybe. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, you never want to think something's going to be a sure thing. But if Doctor Strange is not good, I would be I would be shocked. Me too. Be only because of like this pairing feels right. Right. I feel like the fact, you no, know, um, Feige has, look, whatever, how, regardless of how some stuff comes out, Feige lets, you know, these directors do their thing. Like he, right. he lets them have, so I feel like. Like, he's going to let Raimi do his thing, but Raimi's going to bring his best to this. It's not going to be like a Spider-Man 3 where, like we said, they have issues going on. Because, I mean, I'm, I imagine it's a great collaboration with the studio and with Feige and everything. So, I definitely think it's going to be a good pairing. And, and yeah, you're talking about someone who who knows this property. And this is, like, something that's in his wheelhouse. It really know? is. So... Especially, especially if like the way things are going with WandaVision and the characters that we're getting and how it's going to lead into Doctor Strange and the fact that it's called uh, you know Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which I think is a bit of a play on the H.P. Lovecraft um, you know novel at the Mountains of Madness. You know what I mean? So, so the fact that like it looks to be leaning more towards like the horror mm-hmm. aspect of it, you know, and, and especially if we're going to deal with like the dark dimension, some like Jacob's Ladder bullshit. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, some little twisted. Exactly. And, and if Mephisto sick is thoughts. the main villain, yes, yeah, sick thoughts. <laughs> Sick thoughts. I used to have sick thoughts. And if Mephisto is the main villain, you know, he's basically like the devil, you know, so it's like... A.K.A. Bruce Campbell. A.K.A. Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that's why I feel like that this is going to work for him, you know, and it really feels right. And too. hopefully so it's, uh, it ends up being successful and he does his uh, his Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I All my stonk money, I'm going to put it in uh, on that bet. <laughs> on that. We're definitely betting on yeah. that. So going back to some of these effing facts, some of the things that I found pretty interesting about this movie, uh, I didn't realize that the girl that sells the camera footage to J. Jonah Jameson is Sam Raimi's daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. No idea. Mm-hmm. Had no idea. Um, and then we talked a little bit about this. Uh, Spider-Man 3 has kind of been turned into a bit of an iconic film because of uh, the fact that it's kind of lived on in memes. Yeah. And there's so many Spider-Man 3 memes out there that you can find. And GIFs and, and GIFs great and, GIFs. Yeah, so many good stuff. So many good lines. Um, at the time, uh, the film was considered to be split into two films at one point, which makes sense considering about how many fucking storylines and shit's going on mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Uh, this other fact that I found really interesting, man, and you'll like this because we talked about this yesterday. Uh, reportedly, in an early draft of the film, John Jameson, who was an astronaut from Spider-Man 2, returned from a space mission with the symbiote as a stowaway. To save time and money, it was eliminated in favor of you know, the fucking meteorite. Just, just laying random, next to random meteorite. Random ass meteorite. Just laying next to Peter. Uh, the space mission story, though, was later used for Venom in 2018. Because that's oh, what happened, right. except it's with, I think, Riot instead of right, the actual right. symbiote. Yeah, I yeah, totally yeah. fucking forgot about that. And right. who's a producer on Venom? That fucking scumbag, Avi Arendt. <laughs> no, because when you just watch the um, when you watch the Venom storyline in the animated show, yeah. that's what happens. That's what you know? happens, yeah. And it's really cool. And they have a really great scene where, um, obviously, there's so many more characters at play because, like, the uh, the plane, the uh, spaceship fucking crashes on, like, one of the, I think it was like, one of the 
I think it was a Brooklyn Bridge. Okay. It was like one of the main bridges. But then like Kingpin hires Rhino to go get the symbiote. Oh my so god. So then like Spider Man <laughs> goes there and like fights Rhino. It's like a big like thing. But but just that notion of um of getting of like you know like like alien yeah you know like right. bringing back this fucking creature you know, right like, you know that would have been so much better than just a random ass <laughs> the meteorite random ass fucking, not to mention that the meteorite that the symbiote just hung around in his room yeah I was I was noticing that yesterday like, I'm like the how the fuck long is the symbiote just gonna hang out in his room chilling. yeah just, just hanging chilling. out just and waiting not to for mention the right that time. when Peter is sleeping and the symbiote latches on he's in like the most awkward sleeping position he's, he's just, just like, he's just straight yeah so straight like a straight board no yeah. one sleeps like that Peter no. like, <laughs> <laughs> go on. But it do have like the really cool, um, like when it's latching on, they have like the cool shadow. Yes. It looks like Venom. Yes. Yeah, I always yeah. love that shot. That's what I mean, man. Those those are some of those moments where Raimi's greatness really like kind of shines through mm-hmm. in this movie. So that's yeah. kind of why it's. Uh... That's what I said. Like there are some good stuff in the movie. It's just like just the execution, the context just doesn't work. Like I would have loved to seen it done differently where Peter really just kind of like where this thing gets a hold of him and he ends up snapping and like hurting MJ. Right. You know, because that right there, that's. Well, that's what causes him to then go and rip it off, you know. But that's like the obvious thing. But if it could just, do, if it could have just been done differently, right? Actually, I will always remember this. That moment. There's two moments. Um, when he's fighting, when he's fighting uh, Harry, in the beginning, and you know you get the slow motion of the ring, like when he's like, trying to get it. Right. There was a massive gasp in the theater. Everyone was like, <gasps> I remember that. I remember that too, man. And yeah. when he hits MJ. Like yes. when he turns around, he like hits her. Everyone was like, "Oh my right. god!" Like everyone fucking gasped. Yeah. Like, and I think that just, that just goes to show like the um, the emotional attachment between like Peter and MJ, and like right. and just like so it there are things there. It just unfortunately um like with context and the way it was executed, it just really wasn't done well. I know it doesn't come together as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which which definitely is a bummer. Um, but so another couple ones. So James Franco was also shooting Pineapple Express at the time. Yeah, which probably he was probably stoned whenever. Probably. <laughs> You come here just fucking ripped. Which makes it that much better. Oh my god. Makes it that much better. He was he definitely uh those takes with the apple pie, there was probably like a whole bunch of them. He was just like munching out on the apple pie. Oh my god, he probably loved doing that scene too. How's the pie? So good. Uh so all apparently all the screams from Kirsten Dunst were recycled from Spider-Man 2. Three disappointed emojis, plus five question marks, plus eighty gold stars, plus three sweaty gooches, equals Kirsten Dunst. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Those are kind of all the the little factoids that I found interesting to be about the movie, you know, and then a lot of it also kind of really delved into the the tough production and, you know, kind of what everybody went through. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bummed out we never got a Spider-Man 4 because the way this movie ends, I think, really calls for a fourth movie to kind of wrap things up and to tie up some like kind of loose ends with stuff. Gosh, they're and, soulmate. Yeah, MJ, MJ is our soulmate. Mm-hmm. He's our yeah. soulmate. All right, Martin, before we wrap this up, is there anything else you want to discuss for Spider-Man 3? Any final thoughts? Any things you want to nah, delve into? I mean, I, re- I love this movie. I always have such a fun time watching it. And uh, and I'm excited that we did this because I've been wanting to talk. We've been wanting to talk about this film for a while now. We have, yeah, yeah. So finally we were able to you know, get it off our chest and, uh, and it was fun. Yeah, it was definitely, it was, it was a blast, man. Yeah. It was a blast. But uh, all right, Nerds Nation, that does it for us, man. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember to like this video, subscribe to our YouTube page. And remember, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you can see that big, beautiful FN logo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. <laughs> Bro, I think you've gotten like at the point where you, that outro is just so smooth because you said it so many times. Do I didn't like, even have it written down. I didn't yeah, realize you it was just, real. You just know it. You know, it's just like, <laughs> boom, right there and there. Yeah. But again, guys, man, thank you for joining us. Uh, keep an eye out for the next FN Collection episode. I don't know what we're going to do, but, uh, you know, we'll pick something cool. We'll pick something fun. Uh, good good time something that we can have a blast talking about definitely all right guys we'll catch you in the next one bye